Welcome to a special Halloween edition of Three Times. I'm your synthesized host, Get Dizzy, trapped in a computer, and this week we'll enjoy a truly digital Halloween with treats from Goblin, Anna Weber, Ionis Xanatus, Zorg, and many more. We'll start the show with some excerpts from Kenneth Spatchin's Journal of Albion Moonlight, a ghoulish tale that suits this season and this year to a truly chilling extent. Anyway, my battery is running low, so we better start the music. Please enjoy the show.
from the Journal of Albion Moonlight, May 2nd. The angel lay in a little thicket. It had no need of love. There was nothing anywhere in the world could startle it. We can lie here with the angel if we like. It couldn't have hurt much when they slit its throat. The evening slowly turns to black stone, and the hammer of God chips at the sky, making stars. A child stands on the road watching us. Upon her forehead is the yellow brand of this plague summer. She waves to us in her hand like a withered white claw falls to the ground. The fingers unclench once, then relax. Very well. We knew we had no other course but to get away with all attainable speed. A light rain had fallen in the night. The morning brought the drizzle to storm proportions. Our coats were wet through as we sogged out of New York on the first leg of our trip. That a great distance separated us from our goal, we knew. That we were in danger of destruction at any hour of the day and night, we knew. What we did not know was how near madness we would be. How alone, how defenseless. How beset we would be with what we had heard, with what we had been taught. This especially we did not know. May 18. The first communication from Roybus. After informing us that he would be unable to appear in Galen during the period set for our meeting, he gave warning of an exact, definable danger. May 19th. I had forgotten my mask, and my face was in it. We'll come at last to a huge hotel where we may rest and refresh ourselves. Its windows front the river on one side, on the other stretching away as far as I can see. Lies a great open space pitted by what would seem to be great shell craters. The proprietor tells us that within the memory of the oldest resident, no human being has ever walked on this plane. June 5, 1940. Hitler hurled 700,000 men in a drive on Paris at dawn today. In direct frontal attack, 45 German divisions supported by 1,000 dive bombers, 2,500 tanks, 15,000 motorized vehicles, 
obstructed French positions on a 110-mile front stretching across northern France from the English Channel to Léon. The hand of someone moves over my throat. I have no fear. A whale with a sad smile swims past me. The waves are red as blood. The human race has bled to death here. A great steel coffin churns through the water. There are buildings falling. I'm cold. Put your arms around me. I have seen Roybus, I tell them. Could you see his face? No. Then how do you know it was he? Because the birds were pecking at his eyes. What makes you think anyone will understand that? Joseph Gambetta asks. I don't worry about it. You're always playing high and mighty. I'm telling the truth. Man has been corrupted by his symbols. Language has killed his animal. And you are resurrecting it? No, it has never had an opportunity to live. What will you do about it? I shall continue to ask how. How to what? To this strange, unborn thing which is in all men. And you'll be easy picking for the scoffers. I have no interest in that. I see men engaged in activities that would shame a grub under a rock. Their codes and ambitions leave me sick with disgust. I suppose you'd like to try your hand at being God. No, I'd like to try my hand at being. I've armed myself against their weapons. To be so indolent that the flies will bury the dead on my Sit on a beach and let the waves comb all thought of endeavor out of me. To live in such a manner that I never make a single blood-rotted dollar. To study history in order only to have it to forget. Books, all those big fat-bottomed ash cans where men empty their lives. The great man fell asleep with open mouth in a room full of flies. And that day his work took a gloomy turn. The man was Marcel Proust. The flies were Tommy and Winnie and little Mae. They're all dead now. June 7. The feeling of love for all beings. The days pass without blemish of any kind. How true it is that every man has his own level, his own geography. I am content to drink at my own lake, to walk on my own hills. How little I wish ill to anyone. Yet, and this thought is never far from my mind, what frauds we practice on our neighbors. We permit no one into the web of flesh where we have our home. 
There's never a better friend, we say, we really mean. He never bothered me, nor I him. With every passing hour, we retreat more deeply into ourselves. With each advancing moment, the self retreats from us. We are cemeteries where lie sleeping the millions of men who bear our destiny. What are values? Is what happens in a grasshopper's head a value? Today I went into the hills. The sun was shining. I sat down beside a stream and the cow approached to drink. She had a good look in her eyes and I felt lonely. What's it like to be a cow? I asked her. Why should I tell you? She answered, dripping like dripping water from her spongy lips. I'm writing a book tonight. I'd sort of like to record your point of view. In that case, she said, I'll tell you. Do you know the story of the wren and the mole? I was compelled to admit that I didn't. Then the story of the grasshopper who fell in love with a water lily? Surely you know that. Again, I had to confess that I didn't. Do you know why the little men in the grass are unable to eat barley? I shook my head. I can't explain anything to you, she said. June 14. What are we to do? How will we get to Roybus? We're not running away. That must be understood. It was essential that we bring our message to the people who had lost hope in the world. It was our duty to go into the villages and cities. Can't you understand? Our message was this. We live. We love you. Our religion is life. Flowers, brooks, trees. Now we are held here in the world will perish because no one is saying, we love you. We believe in you. We believe in you. It's not getting dark. We love you. We are prisoners from the world. We who wanted only to go into the world with our arms open to all of you. June 15. What horror can be greater than an army of monstrous dogs led by a human intelligence? They do not bark, they do not fight each other, they just watch us. Their eyes glow in the fields at night.
alert condition. Okay. The temperature is 77 degrees. The electricity is on. Sound level, okay. Have a good day. We don't have onions. They're three-quarter mannequin forms, and they're headless and armless. Who is this? What is this? Um, uh, gag or something? Give me a What are you talking about?
sounds as they appear to you are not only different from those that are really present, but they sometimes behave so strangely as to seem quite impossible. I'm <laughs> sorry. 
From the deep, deep darkness came a creature that rampaged through San Francisco. Nothing could stop the incredible Pino. <laughs> Hello, friends. My name is Tino, 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 Tino. <laughs> One, two, three. Here we go. among us to say who is normal. Publishing, gaining points, rapping back again My unique style in certain words Watch me make them blend Manifest bandwidth spread out With computer data Suckers don't know IQ intelligence What's the matter? What's all the fiend? I cut your legs with the guillotine Snap back, rip your tissues, pops in your paperback Getting records, doing jobs like I'm Dr. Google Serving the well, I stop the anals up with pickles With operation to give the room an atmosphere Cyclops will walk, Frankenstein still standing here Watch the hand off the ground, chillin' Crazy. The moon is out tonight, it's time for a spin. 
it's wild and crazy A fetus in the dark, I got the little baby Two o'clock, still dark, my flashlight hunting suit Right in front of your building with live beer every year Taking horns from moose and wild bulls and Capricorns I got your face in the frame inside the living room While kids watch their gene, I'm in the back scope and zoom Sesame Street, you play that beat? I'ma step the peep with nuclear bombs And word to mom, I'ma blow his arms Six shot rob my 44s made by charter arms I put some this in the steps and damage all your reps Get off the hooks and project style like Bernard Getz What's the matter? Keep you scared, come and do the bid It makes a damage, it takes your nervous different ways I open cell block C, go battle Mr. Silly I don't see nothing, I think they raped the rapper really It's wild and crazy The moon is out, that is time to experiment It's wild and crazy The feet is in the jar, I got the little baby It's wild and crazy The moon is out, that is time to experiment It's wild and crazy Hold your pit bull back, let's spend some money on the elevator Your dog is bound to lose and have a funeral You can call landlords and jacks on my rent checks Front man is back, your project people better watch your necks Spitting flim flam, rappers still smoking crack Suckers get panty line and spots on their honey crack I do much work on heavy stomachs like the vert Put up some money, I bet my tools will make your rectum hurt Black exposure free, you don't wanna mess with me I sit in the girl's box and cover your publicity Sequence first and drop the facts on that it's wild and crazy The moon is up, tonight it's time for experiment It's wild and crazy A fetus in the jar, I got the little baby It's wild and crazy The moon is up, tonight it's time for experiment It's wild and crazy A fetus in the jar, I got the little baby
alone embrace her shepherd and the queen of love her warrior. While the first doth mourn, the star of morn, and the next the heavenly fairy. With an host of furious fancies, where a lion commander, with a burning spear and a horse of air, to the wilderness I wander. I have brought into being people of my own size, Jatter the careless murderer, Billy Delian, in whose useless heart treachery and betrayal lie, Thomas Honey, the physical man who has no endeavor worthy of his strength, Carol, the woman unlike any other and like any other. Jacking the visible body of man's desire on earth. Crystal, the pure child who is in all of us. Yes, the son of man. My son and yours, not God's. Because we made God and we are God. I'm not a voice crying in the wilderness. There's no winter here, no dark. No despair. The lights are going on in my house. My tree is a green tree. My father's ghost sings in its branches. I do not walk in the slums of the city. Dostoevsky loved to walk among the poor. He loved beggars, they made books for him. I hate the poor. Once again, I hate the poor. Oh yes, the kingdom of heaven, through the eye of the needle. But I have no use for their heaven. I could invent fifty better ones in a single hour. I was born of the poor. I never had enough to eat. I never had decent clothes. I couldn't stomach it. I said I won't be poor. I go hungry often enough now, but I am not of the poor. I am richer than the richest banker because I hate the poor out of my love for them. Until all men unite in hating the poor, there can be no new society. I say hate the poor with a humility which keeps their faces pressed into the mud. The poor are the product of a false and cruel society. But they are also the cornerstone of that society. Lift them up to the stars. Tell them to walk proudly on this earth. The cathedrals and broad roads were made by the labor of their hands duty of all true revolutionists, not only to restore these things into their hands, but also, and this is the key, to put them into their heads. Empty stomachs, empty heads, fill both with good food. Are you heavy laden? Throw off your load. Do you understand this? 
Your backs are bent under the junk of property that you came by because of your fear. You were afraid to possess your soul, so you went by the wayside and acquired property. It has been said that property is theft. I say that property is murder. The hands of dying children reach up through your bread. You beat me with your stick. You made the war. Even now you take the side of murder. No one must have your money. Your dollars become rifles. You will protect with the last drop of somebody else's blood what was never yours. You walk over the faces of your brothers. I am the poor. I am the one in whose house you live. It is my food you eat. Science cuts up little pigs in order that men may be free of disease. Science points expensive instruments at the stars. What are they cutting me up for? Why did they invent things which could be pointed at me? Murderers. Getting money for making things to blow their fellows to hell. Make a dollar. Make a dollar. I have said that you are not to kill anyone. Tear up all those blueprints. Submarines. Think of a submarine. Of a war tank. What sort of monsters conceive these things? What in the name of God are men capable of doing? These slim, well-dressed men sitting at desks and drawing things on paper, what are they making? Are these designs for bridges and homes? Are they planning to make me happier? These men are respected. They take their money and buy tomatoes and meat and wine. They laugh. They dance with their women with their hands. Their hands are covered with blood. Planning machines that tear schoolboys into a million pieces. Make an honest dog. Well, you will say, Da Vinci did. He thought of most of these things first. I answer, he was a murderer too. He tried to make murder an art. See how deep this goes. We must learn to live, to feel about one another for the first time. Murder has been in the hearts of everyone who has ever lived. It must be taken out. Our images must be destroyed. These tales of death and destruction weed them all out. Accounts of war and conquest Dusty, bloody helmets in the hands of school children. All of this must go. We have no use for that kind of history. Tell me how the birds build their nests. Tell me what the farmer sings at his plow. I refuse to hear how some besotted madmen set whole nations at each other's throats. I won't listen. 
A leaf falls to the ground. The eye of a rabbit has seen it. Make me such a design. June 27th. Strange village, this. We arrived here late last night, foot-weary, hungry, and badly needed baths and clean clothing. One is reminded of men on tired horses riding into ruined cathedrals. There's something unreal about the information furnished us concerning this place. It seems, though, this is, this is hard to believe. The inhabitants here do not have enough food. The barns and sheds groan with it. Money spills out of the banks and flood the color of snakeskin. Everyone is working like mad. His fingers peel to the bone. But the people don't have enough to eat. Yet, and this is truly the odd part, the few who are sitting about at ease are as well fed as shoats. Amazing. Only the loafers are taken care of. The bread makers have no bread. I ask a man plowing in a field why they didn't all behave like the wise ones who did nothing and yet enjoyed all the fruits of the land. They wouldn't like that, he said. They, I ask him. He looked at me in positive bewilderment. His battered hands clenched and unclenched. You mean the rich, I said. There was terror in his eyes now. I said, who made them rich? Who feeds them? You know, he watched me as though he expected at any moment I'd take a bite out of his horse. I spent the day working on my report to Roy Voss. First thing we discovered was that at no time in history did man so need a word of encouragement and guidance. So I propose now to give some idea of how we set about to answer the tide of barbarism which has swept plague-like through the world during the past months. Of course, there's one obvious answer. End war. There's only one way to end war. That is by bringing capitalism to an end. There's only one way to end capitalism. That is by revolution. There's only one way for revolution to succeed. And that is by creating brotherhood in this world. That is the task of mankind now. It must be done. Capitalism and fascism are one under the iron mask. Fascism is the expression of capitalism's death agony. War is the lifeblood of capitalism. It's the body and soul of fascism. Capitalist economy leads inevitably to war. 
fascist economy begins and ends in war. It's an economy of war and of nothing else whatever. To fight against fascism, against war, is to fight to create brotherhood in this world. America will go to war. Indeed, America is at war now. Her face is smiling. A new blood quickens her step. Her mills and foundries are pouring out black smoke in a frenzy of exultation. But don't be deceived. It is the false painted bloom on the face of a corpse. America does a crazy jig step behind the screeching bands and the banners proudly carried by the moronic schoolboys upon whom she depends. But her red, white, and blue breasts swing flabbily and are without milk. Great spotted horror filling the air with fighting planes and the sea with destroyers. Your struggle is useless. Already the death rattle can be heard in your throat. What a murderous cheat and liar you are. You crippled and destroyed, you burnt and pillaged. You defiled and degraded every decent impulse of your people. You butchered and laid waste to the very soul of man. July 6. The entire population of the village assembled this morning to bid us Godspeed when we set out again. How wonderful everything is here. This country is spiritual in its beauty. The snow falls like wool from a great white herd. Frozen pastures of heaven. There's an invasion of peace. Twilight found us exhausted but happy. We had four more flat tires, however, which Jetter finally grumblingly fixed. Due to the stiff condition of his hands, this work took many hours, so many in fact, that we didn't get beyond the confines of the village. Hence, we decided to repair back to the inn for the night. Well, the village gave us a rousing welcome. For all the racket, we might have been returning from a stay of ten years not one of just a few short hours. Their habits, well, their habits, I must say, don't cease to amuse me. They have a little instrument called a ball with which their horses' tails are unkinked. Also in the town square under a tall tree, they've erected a tower in which moving pictures are shown, unlike those we know. These pictures concern themselves solely with shots of photographers squinting through cameras at other photographers with cameras. Many scenes are made at once in this way. That is, cameraman A takes a picture of cameraman B, who is taking a picture of cameraman A. Meanwhile, C camera is shooting both A and B and is in turn shot by D, who has been all the time in range of B and C, while cameras E, F, and G 
well, goes on. The villagers have their stars just as we do. This season, it's photographer L, whose facial contortion, though somewhat obscured by his camera, did amuse me somewhat. <laughs>